The views expressed on this episode, as with all episodes of Thick and Petty, are solely host opinions. Content here should not be taken as indisputable facts. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. What's up, Selma? Hi, Patty. <laughs> we're we're both coming off from being <sighs> sick, which is kind of leading to the topic of today. But <sighs> it was a it was a journey. It was a journey. I, it was, a journey. I, it it was, was a so journey. much so that we had to cancel last week's <laughs> last week's recording appointment because we were both on our deathbeds. I couldn't do shit last week. I had to cancel the concert. I couldn't go to go see Tuve Lu on Thursday like I was going to. Mm-hmm. You can go to kickball. Like we had a kickball game. We yeah. had to forfeit that game because everybody was either sick or at the two bagel <laughs> So it's just like it was. It was a journey, and I'm just like fucking. I'm glad I'm over it because that shit was. I mean, I don't. I so yeah, I don't take sick days from work, and I was home on Monday, and I was like, I'm not feeling great. Let's see. How I go. I went to the doctor. The doctor's like. You may have pneumonia, so we'll talk again to that later on. But then I was, like, I took a sick day Tuesday, and then I stayed from stayed and work from home Wednesday. And like people in my office know, I do not work. I do not like take sick days. Yeah. So they know like when I have a sick day that I'm pretty. sick. You're actually yeah, fucking so sick. sick. Yeah. That's, that's no I mean, question. I literally, it sounded like popcorn was popping in my lungs. That's how mine sounded too. Like at some point, it sounded like when I like inhaled, it was just like snack crackle popping that bitch. Yeah, it was just nice, really nice rough. And, treats, not and kind. I have not had a chest cold like that in a very long time. So it was highly annoying. And like, I, then it just like, it had stages. Like, I, I swear we came back from Rehoboth and like the very next day I started having a dry cough. Like the very next day. And that lasted for about three or four days. I just kept going about my day, you know, working out, doing this and this. And then by the time the weekend rolled around, I was fucking just like trash. Yeah. Yeah. I was trash. I had like, I didn't have a fever. I never had a fever. Me neither. It was just all. Yeah, I think fucking, we literally had the same thing. It had to be the same. Your symptoms were exactly the same as mine in the same order. Mona P got it from me too. Mona got sick as well. The exact same order. It was just like, Damn. oh my god, it was a fucking worst. But yes, well, got... we're back. We're here. We missed y'all. We missed y'all so much. We're, we're really gonna to talk try to you very again. hard not to do that again. But sometimes you just need the good R and R to feel a hundred percent or at least close to hundred percent. I think I'm like eighty. I'm a, I'm like eighty eight. <laughs> that's a really that's a, it's very specific number like it's like a specific number i think because I'm, i don't say 100 because i'm still like sleeping like 12 hours a night still so my body still is not like really just letting i'm still not like getting a full sleep 12 hours is what i need like every night so i'm hoping after last night i slept right right hoping i'm gonna come up but good lord have mercy lord, well, lord have mercy well well Let's jump into our petties of the week. Yeah, because I've got we've got some we've got so, some good ones. So this is a repeat petty for me, but it is the pettiness of my dog Molly. Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molly is currently sleeping on the couch as usual. There's two petties with her. So the first one, and they're all related to the same thing. They're just two separate two separate instances of, of her of her I'm pettiness. Make it quick. The first petty was on Wednesday. I'm working from home again, sick. And I was like, all right, at some point I got to like get out after a couple meetings that I had. I was like, let me go take her for a walk outside. So we do that. I'm on the phone with someone and I'm walking her and she sees a pigeon. And normally like with pigeons, like she just kind of goes for it, but doesn't like do anything really crazy, whatever. So we're doing this and we're walking. She's a pigeon goes for it. The bitch somehow got out of her leash. And oh, you have to understand, shit. her leash is like a gentle leader. So yeah. for y'all that don't know what a gentle leader is, it goes over the snout yeah. and behind the head. So that way, like, 
it's a little bit easier to control her. And in theory, she's supposed to lead you. I don't. I lead her because she doesn't like to walk. <laughs> she got out of her fucking gentle leader collar, chasing this fucking pigeon, ran into the road. Oh, my God. In the back of our property where the bus is at the turnaround for the metro. Yeah. Are like just sitting there. Thank God no car came. Because she totally would have gotten hit by a car. For oh, her. my God. Ran into the road. I'm on the phone. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to go. And I'm like, Molly. And I'm like, screaming down this street, like a fucking in panic mode. And then I finally get to her. She gets back onto the sidewalk and into the mulch to try to catch a pigeon that went behind, like, one of the, um, like, HVAC systems yeah. or whatever. I literally had to pick her up, and she's, like, 75 pounds. Oh, my God. Bring her back to her leash. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And, of course, like, there's a bus driver, like, watching the whole thing. Of course. There's always a fucking witness in situations like this. Always a fucking witness. So, like, that was was petty incident number that she may be on on a sick day, basically, where I'm like, can't breathe. I'm chasing after her, and I have a fucking asthma attack. Then I realized that all this makes sense to me, because today I'm watching football. Yeah. And... You know, she's like kind of watching. I'm like, I'm just curious to see, like, if I put on dog TV for a little bit, like, what she would do. Cause she was like really into the TV. Yeah. So I put on this dog TV. Pigeons came up and she started barking. And I'm like, oh, you're a racist. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bird racist. Every there was ducks, there was chickies, there were yeah. hummingbirds. She did nary a thing. Didn't react to none of them. That fucking pigeon came up on the TV and she went berserk. I was like, "Oh, you are racist, bitch." What the fuck, Molly? She is petty. Molly, pigeons. you have you have interracial daddies. Like, why would you, do, why would you behave this way? Uh, first of all, can we talk about how she did all that? She don't never move that fast ever. No, that I was arthritis wear. Hip dysplasia wear. That is goes to that just goes to show out of the three of y'all in this fucking house, she's the most petty of them all because she, she is fakes so she fakes this slowness and this like oh I'm achy and I'm no, old. Show her a pigeon or show her a cat. Oh my crazy. god! She's like the people on a cruise ship that can't walk and they need their canes, but they see the bacon on the buffet line, and they go fucking run for it. That is Miss Molly to a C. Miss Molly, girl. Yeah, so she's double petty this week for all that. Oh, no wonder she's asleep she now. She just showed her ass all weekend. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Racist. Oh, my God. She's a fucking racist. Ugh, racist. <laughs> I'm looking at her shirt. This says, like, white she lives must matter. Have, she must have came from the South. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking at her shirt. This says, pigeon lives matter. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to make her wear it. I'm going to make her wear it on her walk. Like, when we dog sit her later this year, I'm going to make her a shirt that says, pigeon lives matter. And I'm going to make her wear it. She's going to wear it the whole entire time. Just to teach her a lesson. Well, How dare she? Because she really just went crazy. She's dreaming about eating fucking pigeons is she what she's is, fucking doing. She so that's my petty of the week, uh, Molly. So uh, my, my petty of the week, I had a lot of petties this week. Trust me, sure. a lot of petties. Like, I, I could talk about the pettiness of fucking germs. I can talk about the pettiness of fucking um, Metro, because Metro's got on my last nerve this week. But I'm going to talk about the pettiness of fucking Lauren Bobert. <laughs> Oh, she is queen petty now. This fucking cunt. Let me tell you about this whore. So basically, she she and her date because I believe didn't she didn't she she used to be married. And I think her and her husband split like either earlier this year or late last year. I can't say I blame the guy. I dump her too. She's trash, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, so they are so her and her date are at the Beetlejuice uh, musical in I think oh, yeah. it's in Colorado. I think mm-hmm. that she lives in Colorado. They went to the she is a show see. A showing of this musical at some mm-hmm. place in in Colorado. I didn't know these places had surveillance cameras in them, but what, they do. I also think it's a little bizarre. It's I mean, a little bizarre. Like 
clearly there's for maybe maybe the theater's just known to have like maybe and i think the more i thought about it, i think they may have them so they can keep an eye on the audience to, for, to look at behavior uh, that maybe, maybe you're like recording and they shouldn't be recording they, right i think there might be a reason why they have that but anyway so going back to this bitch she is basically first of all the art when, I, when the news broke earlier this week i was just like okay first as i said she was vaping and recording with her phone at a Broadway musical show, you don't do she, vaping in a venue. First of all, that's a no no. Yeah, no. Recording it, that's a double no no. But then, a good a couple of days later, it turns out bitch was getting groped, felt <laughs> up in her seat. I know she's really awful. She's awful. Like she was like he's like full on grabbing her tits. She's like grabbing his dick. Yeah, it's like they're basically going at it in this. And then and they're the people that say that drag queens are the things that are making children corrupt. And right. Bad. And they're sitting in the same row with the child. Like either I think the child was either behind them or in front of them. They're doing all this. Disgusting. Right? Disgusting. But here's the gag. Here's the gag. The guy that she was doing this with is a Democrat, and he owns a bar that does drag Damn. readings for kids, I think, or they do drag, something, something drag related. So he has a bar that has like an actual drag show that's either for like kids or for some other event that he has on a weekly basis, and he's a Democrat. As Kiki would say, but the gag But the gag is. That is the whole gag situation is that he's a Democrat and has a bar that hosts gay, like hosts drag event that's ins- i didn't see, i didn't know that detail yes but like fuck her fuck her and fuck either he better be doing this to like make her look bad or or something or he's I'm got like, a really good dick and she just wants some of it isn't she married though i said i think her, her and her husband split up either early this year or late last year well good for him because she's yeah. crazy so but anyway so that was my pay- I, I just couldn't believe it i'm just like yeah. and, then, and then when she had her comment evidently i don't know how true this is and I, I didn't verify it but apparently when they called her out on it about her whole situation, she's like, but it still wasn't a drag queen. Yeah, I mean, that's like, they're always going to defend themselves yeah. and be like, there's nothing wrong with this. It's like, no, bitch, like, you're doing this in front of kids. You're being groped Dude, in a dis- musical. Disgusting. Like, please, sis, go back to your fucking house right. and do that. And you can tell that she tried to use that. You do, do you know who I am situation with the guard of the security? Yeah, and it's like, we don't care. You're it's dirt. just like, you're dirt. Like, you do not vape and take pictures and videos during a fucking performance that we've specifically said you do not do these things here. So, she ain't Lon Barber, I hope she, like, gets fucking herpes. <laughs> she probably already has it. I'm pretty sure she does. I mean, you could be a hoe, but you be an honest hoe at least. Don't be a, hot, don't be a hypocritical hoe. Yes, I'm, just, I'm just saying. That's all I got to say about yeah. that. Yes. Well. Well. And in that case. <laughs> speaking of cases. Speaking of cases. Speaking of cases. Cases. Medical cases. Let's <laughs> Speaking of medical cases in this, okay, yeah. Uh, this week we didn't want to talk about the pettiness of Western medicine, more particularly if it's yeah. a combination of like medicine, illness, government regulations of drugs, because we just found out some bullshit about some student yeah, fucking I, working. I mean, let's let's as Chris Cuomo would say, let's get after it. Let's get let's get after it. I just uh, when we talk about Western, Western medicine, medicine, we all know there's always a big thing about Western medicine about like how. You know, Western medicine supposed to be like the most like advanced in technology, the most advanced in all things. You know, then you have Eastern medicine, which is more about like healing from the inside out. You know, that type of situation mm-hmm. or whatever. But mm-hmm. it's just like Western medicine is all about. It should be like let's do what's best for the patient. But let's face it, it's all about let's talk about like how many drugs can we pump into somebody and how much money can we make yeah. on the person, not the drug. So you know? I I felt like this is a good topic to talk about because again we both are coming off of being like sick. We weren't like 
I mean, of course, we're dramatic because we're gay, but like we wouldn't like on our <laughs> we wouldn't say on our deathbeds, but we certainly did not feel great. <laughs> so, did not feel great. It was not a fun time. And I felt like this is a good topic to talk about because, again, like more recently, the FDA came out saying that there was some drug that's in, like an ingredient, some popular it's, decongestant that doesn't actually, doesn't work. actually work. And it's like that made me think like all the times that I've gone to a doctor's appointment, yeah. right? Being treated by people who are practicing Western medicine, right? Yeah. So using drugs and doing all that jazz, you know, basically come up with a diagnosis and a prognosis of a condition. And it's like, sometimes these drugs just don't work. They don't. Or they're like, they need to go back and do a repeat thing or blah, blah, blah. And like, so basically it's just like, is it all bullshit? Do I need to start looking at like Eastern medicine or like holistic approaches or something? I'm starting to realize, I'm starting to think about it myself to be, so I start looking at more holistic purpose because I'm thinking about that. Like all these drugs that are on the market and you're talking about like the whole thing with Sudafed. Yeah. Apparently there's a degree in in Sudafed as a decongestant that does not work. And I think it's like an over 15 on the counter. Phenylephrine. Right. And it's like in like 15 some or something over-the-counter drugs that have uh, claiming to be a decongestant. It doesn't work. Yeah. Which is like insanity. It's so, insane. Yeah. So I think like why I, again, like bringing this up. So earlier, like I said, I went to the doctor on Monday and the doctor was like, you may have pneumonia. Go get an x-ray. Yeah. And in the meantime, here are some steroids to try to help with your lung. Oh my God. And I took, so then I was like, okay, fine. So then I like went to sleep. And I bought some cough medicine, and she was like, "Oh, buy some cough and congestion medicine, like Robitussin. We all be Robotripping. Oh God, Robitussin. Oh, the flavors are a little better from what I remember. I haven't, I haven't taken like an actual syrupy cough medicine in a while. I, I haven't really either, but I remember Robitussin used to be the fucking worst. I know it worked, but it well, was how about the people that fucking pain in that? How about people that take fucking Robitussin to get drunk? <laughs> Girl, we go robo tripping, making scissor or something. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coating, right? Is that coding? Yeah, I mean, pretty strong. I mean, whatever's in it now is yeah. basically like, just, no. Robitussin. So, they, so she told you we get some cough medicine, basically. Yeah, told you so to get. unpinned. So then I go get like the cough and congestion medicine, Robitussin. Yeah. And then I go get the x ray the next day. And I'm like, maybe this will give an answer of something. Do yeah. I think I had pneumonia? No, I felt like I, I think I would have been way worse if I had pneumonia. But then there's like, quote unquote, walking pneumonia, which apparently is bullshit. Is it, is, is it not just like a really bad cold if it's, it's not yeah, really a thing, like right? Walking, like I asked, because I asked the doctor about walking pneumonia and she was yeah. like, well, it's not really like a thing. It's just more like your symptoms aren't as apparent or like as harsh as maybe some people, like people who actually have pneumonia and like are like, again, on their deathbed. Yeah. The x-ray came back negative. It just said, oh, your lungs are clear. They look great. I'm like, so then what the fuck is this? So I go on the doctor on Wednesday yeah. to be like, I'm still not well. This steroid is not working. Yeah. Do you know what the doctor said to me? What did they say? Take a steroid inhaler. So not only did I had one that didn't work and the steroid itself didn't work. Now I'm on a steroid inhaler. Inhaler. Yeah. Like puff, puff. Pass, pass. Yeah, literally. Oh my uh, God. Ugh, that, and then why... This this was the gag of it. <laughs> Why don't you try some flow nays? Flow nays. <laughs> it's bullshit. I'm sorry. It's all bullshit. Wait a minute. So you went to the doctor not once, not twice, but three times. I went. Yeah. Monday was a Monday was an in person appointment. Yeah. Tuesday was the X ray at the hospital. And then you went back. And then Wednesday was an online virtual. All on virtual. Be so like all these things did not work. Yeah. In three days, an appointment each day, only for them to be like, do some flow nays, and here's a steroid inhaler. Only, oh, but oh, and then the other kicker of it was that basically the steroid inhaler may work, it may not work. But, but they could tell you what the fuck was actually wrong with you, no. just to keep taking all this shit to figure mm-hmm. out. Like, 
Girl, I didn't even go to the doctor once for mine. I was like so because I know that bullshit. They would do that bullshit. I didn't was gonna waste time nor money going to a doctor because I knew that if I went, they were gonna make some bullshit. And I'm like, just let me just fix it my damn self. And well, it, that's what I wanted to do, and then everybody around me was like, no, you need to go to the doctor. You don't feel great. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not again. I'm not awful, but I wasn't certainly great. Yeah. But yeah, that was no. Like, it was a waste. I, that's such a waste. See, and this is what I'm talking about. See, I had a similar situation, although mine was very not with this cold. The cold I treat. I've got to this point now, if I get a cold or any type of, like, anything with, like, sinus or cold or flu, I'm not going to a doctor. Like, I'm fine as long as I, like, get rest, drink my fucking water, drink my water, minding my biz, one day on my, you know, you know, you know the line. <laughs> but, like, I'm literally sitting there just, like, but let me tell you about the situation I went to, and this is here and again. Did you go? To, you went to GW, right? No, Georgetown. You went to Georgetown. Okay, I went to GW for my situation. So back last summer, I got a prostate uh, infection. Believe it or not, don't know how. I had never heard of that before, but like. It's weird because I started having like issues like was that from the bathhouse too many times. Girl, ain't nobody been no bad. Fuck you. That was not. Did you bottom too hard and hit your prostate too hard? A girl can dream, but no, that was not the case. So no, it was not that. But no, but like I was like had like when I would pee, it would hurt, but there was like no discharge, and it was like this. I knew it couldn't have been like an STI because I'm like I haven't been with anybody to have an STI of any sort. So I'm just like, what's going on? So I went. I started Googling shit online myself, right? Like, I'm like, what, here are my symptoms. What do I have? I'm like, try to out. Yes, I do that stuff all the time. I shouldn't do it, but I do it. I rem Let's remember to talk about that because that shit's funny, but go ahead. Okay, but yeah, so yeah, so I Googled it and then I came across like a thing saying it is possible to get a prostate infection because evidently if you urinate and like urine back tracks into your urinary system, it can like cause an infection into in, in, in your prostate. And so I took like, I took like two weeks of antibiotics because, you know, thank goodness I, I had sources to get me a prescription for antibiotics. I didn't go to pay doctor's visit because at the time my insurance sucked ass. It was not worth anything. If I go to a doctor, I'm going to pay $100 for my fucking go because I didn't pay for anything. So I took it. It cleared up. Then it came back again. And so I had to go, and then I'm like, okay, so I started reading more, and then I had to get like 30 days worth of antibiotics. I had to take it 30 days because apparently with the actual um, infection, there's no blood flow that goes to your prostate. So it takes more to get there because it has to be in your system longer. But like, and actually, and like, like antibiotics like fuck your system up. They do fuck my, and trust me, my, my shit was fucked. My stomach was fucking trashed for like a fucking month. But the thing that got me about this is at the time I was also taking testosterone uh, supplements because I have low testosterone. Well, they wouldn't refill it because my PSA levels were too high. And so they made me go to a doctor to make sure I didn't have, like, prostate cancer. Right. So I go to the doctor to, and just so that I don't have to get, like, I had to go for that, unfortunately. So I go and I'm just like, hey, here's my situation. My PSA levels are high. When they checked it, it was this. So he checks it again. And it's, like, literally cut in half to what it used to be. Like, it was, like, at 15.4. That was, like, at a 7 at that point, which is still elevated. Right. But I wasn't too long off of the antibiotics. So... Instead of him just, like, taking my word for it, he sends me to go get a fucking MRI on my prostate to make sure that I don't have cancer in it, which in result ended up with me having a $2,300 doctor bill. $2, doctor bill. Oh, God. So I was, and of course, I didn't have cancer, of course. Right. Checked it again. It was in half again. So it takes a minute. For, so 
tell me this. Why did the doctor not fucking know what I'm telling you? I had a prostate infection that I took antibiotics for. You should have known that that shit takes a long time to clear up. And why are you sending me to get an MRI? You gave me a test that is considered experimental. So therefore, I got another $1,000 bill for that because my insurance would not cover that because yeah. it was not an actual, like, approved test by the... Well, you should have looked at Theranos to do a blood prick. Oh, my God. <laughs> but see, this, this is why people like Elizabeth Holmes fucking succeed in that shit because the, cause Western medicine is fucked. It's like there's so much bullshit. I, I'm not like... I don't want to have comedy in your financial woes but like girl i mean literally people come up with this shit and they're like i know it's, it's one of those things it's like I, I like listening to that story is that you know doctors just try to do whatever they can to clear out all possibilities and that's totally that's fine, fine. Valid, but it's also like sometimes is is it too too many too many things tests too many and things tests. to run to be like oh by the way it's this right like i just feel like there's a there should be a better way to like really yeah. rule things out than just like, okay, go do this, go do that. And I think it's just a problem in general if like when it comes to Western medicine. I don't I can't say and I think it's really bad in the United States especially. I don't know how bad it is in other countries. I can't speak for other countries, but I feel like other countries have you have universal health care as well, where we we kinda do what we don't, you know. And it's just like these doctors are just out here just like making money. They're just out here just making money. And this is what the yeah. problem is. Is they make they're making too much money. And off it's people. hard because I feel like there's definitely like a lot of people like in our lives that we have that are like other doctors. We know friends mm. who work as doctors and like yeah. certainly we never want to think anybody's unethical. Never want to think about that. You know, yeah. and I and I would say probably more often than not, they are not unethical. There's they're not a unethical. Lot of, like yeah. double, triple negatives. <laughs> I know that was a lot, yeah. But, um, all I'm saying is that like I just feel like there's other ways to like rule out an issue without having to go through all these tests or trying these antibiotics because antibiotics really fuck with your system. Oh my god. Or they make you go crazy bat batch of bananas and be like, I'm gonna go on Google and see what I have. Right. Like I mean the amount of times I've self diagnosed myself and oh. I've been like a hundred percent right or like way way wrong. wrong. <laughs> I mean, there's been, there's been plenty of times where I was like, "Oh my god, I have fucking cancer." And it's not oh even can, it's not even not even what that is. All right, so what, going back to the thing with the, yes. with the Google. So this is a really fun. I'm gonna have to post this. We're gonna post this picture on Instagram. Oh god. Really <laughs> so years ago, this again. This is all about doctors because this is again how petty Western medicine and doctors can be. Yeah. I woke up one morning with like my face was swollen. Now it wasn't like my face. It was like my cheek and like the side of my face. Oh. It was like super swollen. It was hurting. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what is this? It was very sensitive to touch. I was like, what's going on? So, of course, I Google it. And it was like, you might have tooth cancer. And I'm like, is that even a thing? <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, I, my I like, God. So I woke up to Sean and I was like, Dee, Dee I'm dying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're a dramatic <laughs> ass. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. I can't. Oh my God. I can't. So I'm like, I, I have tooth cancer. We need to go to the doctor. And they're like, bitch, you don't got tooth cancer. But we get to go to the doctor. Because like, they also saw my face and was like, there's something wrong with your fucking face. <laughs> So I go to the doctor. Do you know what the doctor said? This again, there's a lot of gags in this episode today. Yes. The doctor is like, oh, that's a pretty easy fix. You have a salivary stone. I said, excuse me. She was like, you have a salivary stone. Have you ever heard of that before? 
Obviously, I have a bitch. I'm asking what this is. Yeah. No, but like, have you heard of this before, Miss Stefan? What? I've never heard of a salivary okay. stone. No. What is that? A salivary stone is like having a kidney stone, right? Where whatever calcifies like through your kidneys, where you have to like pee and it's like stones, right? Yeah. It basically does the same thing in your salivary gland. So whatever, it could be food got trapped in like the little, there's a little hole in basically your mouth where your saliva comes out when that's why you like produce. And food got... The probably the tiniest particle of food got stuck in there. It basically calcified, so that's why all so that swelling was backed up saliva in my face. What? Yeah, it's insane. I'm trying to find the picture to show you. Do you know what the doctor said the the way to cure this shit? What was? What did they say? Oh, drink some lemonade and have sour warheads. I'm not. I swear to fucking god, y'all. This is a true Are you fucking kidding story. me? Yeah. She was like, try some sour warheads, drink some lemonade, and then at night, like, what you could basically do is like take a hot compress on your face, and then like massage your face in the gland to kind of force the calcified particle out, and that way you're pr- trying to produce saliva to help push it out, and then basically it should go away. And you're not going to feel it. It's the tiniest little particle. It's so small that it, it causes that much fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. I was dying. I was so fucking mad that I went to an urgent care, which again, costs way more. Costs way more than go to a regular doctor. Right. Yeah. Just to be like, go have some warheads and drink some lemonade. I was fucking fuming. But it worked. Yeah. I was, look, this is my fucking face. Girl. It's like a whole. Yeah. Like you can visibly see there is some shit wrong with my fucking face. Wow. So I'm going to post this on Instagram so we all can see that it. That is off. That's like, but you know what? The similar thing again last year. I don't know what happened last year. We moved to fucking DC. I had every ailment possible. Well, I had that fucking knot on my forehead. Oh, yes. I remember that. And I was just like, what is this? And like, I went to urgent care because I didn't, my insurance had not kicked in yet for my job. I had literally been at my job for like less than a month. Of course. So I did and not that, have. Doesn't that always happen? It's like the serendipity of it all that like when you start a new job or something, that's when you get like the sickest of your life. The sickest of your fucking life. And that's the same thing happened when I got, I started a new job on the fucking sixth or fifth or fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. Got, got sick first, first day, day of job, job I was sick and I'm just like, like I don't even have my interest not even active yet like mm-hmm. I it, it gets active the same day that I start but it's like here I am sick and I'm just like I'm like what the fuck and so I went to an urgent care because I had that big fucking knot on my head and it was like a cyst that had gotten impacted or something oh yeah and so instead of him just like lancing it and draining it right then and there he puts he sends me home with like oh just take some pain antibiotics he put on antibiotics that shit made my whole fucking yeah head slow up on my forehead i look like those fucking goldfish with the big like bubbles on their head it was fucking ridiculous like everything was my eyes were swollen i'm just like it was fucked up. I went back and it's like, I can't fucking take these. I need you to fucking drain this motherfucker and be done with it. Like, I, I, I will fight the infection. There is not even an infection. Just get it out. It's You're right. right. So finally fucking drains it. And then I'm like, right as rain, like 24 hours later. I'm just like. I know. <sighs> I know. Yeah. I just, it's just like so fascinating. It's frustrating as I, hell. I, yeah. I think like an antibiotics have so many great things, right? Like I think. That's probably one of the greatest Marvel inventions of our time are antibiotics, right? Yeah. Like if you have like if you have a bacterial infection or something, you take some antibiotics and you're 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 cured basically, right? right? Like penicillin being one of the stronger ones. I'm allergic to penicillin. I'm allergic to penicillin. I'm allergic to it as girl, well. Yes, I know we're sisters, girl. We, I don't know what it does. Doctor asked me all the time, like, what does it do? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. That's but you know, penicillins are already strong. So if you're allergic to that, they give you the strong shit. Yeah. yeah so, so I'm just like, like I'm like I can't take it. But yes, yeah. I'm allergic to that shit. But too, like yes. you know, antibiotics are great, but they also like really fuck with your 
your with your immune system because they, they kill all they kill all the good everything all the good bacteria. You have to do like probiotics or prebiotics right to just fix your gut right because like really your stomach is like the brain and heart of your entire uh, body. Yeah, it right? is. Like it really is. Like you gotta like get your gut right. So you have to do prebiotics or probiotics, and then you can take an antibiotic that doesn't fucking work. I mean, the amount of times I had to get like my tonsils get like I had to, I had to get them removed, but like the amount yeah. of antibiotics I went on just be like. It's not working. Like it does like these quick fixes where I don't gag, right? Yeah. Or like stop breathing, right? And then like it comes back two days later. Like you should probably get your tonsils. I'm like you fucking think? See, that's what I'm talking about. And this is like these fucking. And I blame a lot of it. I think it all stems from like these doctors have to make money because they're in debt out their ass. They come out of college, right? Mm-hmm. They, and, and then they've got to make money, so they're like. It's all a bit. It's all a root. It's all a root. The whole thing's a fucking root. Medical medicine, Western medicine, is a root because definitely has too much shit that goes on, where it's like too many repeat visits, too many false diagnoses, too much just to keep you cu- keep you coming to the fucking doctor over and over. Like I had that whole situation with that with my prostate, and I have history, family history of having prostate problems. My dad had prostate cancer, mm-hmm. so but they wanted me to come back in a year. They have it checked again. I'm just like, look, I'm not coming back again because, first of all, every I don't trust your judgment. Consider you giving me two. You gave me. Let me go get an MRI, knowing the situation. I'm telling you, there's no cancer. My PCSPSA levels are coming down. Like that's not what it is. And then you fucking send me to that. And then you and then you want me to like do all this other stuff. You see, give me a. a a test is not approved by the FDA and the insurance doesn't pay for it. Like, why would I trust you with my health at that point? Yeah. Why would I trust you with my well, health? Well, and I think, like, I mean, bringing up the FDA, I think, is really good again because we, like, we were talking a little bit before about the phenyl, phenyl, phenylephrine. Phenylephrine, yeah. Phenylephrine being not effective. Literally, the USA Today wrote an article about this saying that a group of experts gathered by the FDA unanimously voted Tuesday that phenylephrine is no more effective than a placebo pill. So, how many times have people taken Sudafed or Dayquil, right, where these are big name brands right that basically doesn't fucking mm. work that's yeah. insane to me but you know what that tracks because i went and got some dayquil when i was sick this past week and it did not have the same effect that i expected it to have it's supposed to be a decongestant used to relieve nasal pressure and stuffiness often associated with a cold or allergies and it does all this stuff that's very sciencey that i don't even gonna fucking bother reading right. because why would i why would? <laughs> um, it also can be used to increase blood pressure when administered in a certain way Basically, it's trash. It's trash. It's trash. And, and I feel like, and that's the reason why, and I feel like Western medicine and the doctors are the reason why I have, like, white coat syndrome. Because, like, mm-hmm. let me tell you, the, when I got diagnosed with having high blood pressure, that was one of the most traumatic doctor's appointments I've ever had in mm-hmm. my life. Like, I'm already, like, nervous because I don't like doctors. And I go in there, and they're just like, oh, my God, your, your, your blood pressure is so high. I think we might, we might have to admit you into the hospital and get you some beta blockers. Beta blockers. That beta blockers like fuck with your heart. I'm like, are you serious with that? And I'm just like, and you know what my blood pressure was at the time? It was like 160 over 90. It wasn't even like uh, that too. I was like, I, I have high blood pressure, and I swear to God, like ever since I was like 12 or 13, the doctor's like, your blood pressure is like pretty high for someone your age. But then yeah. I looked at my fucking records, but like when I was transitioning yeah. doctors, it was actually fine. They're like. Well, you're kind of obese. <laughs> they always try to like. I, would, I mean, again, we know we we talk about the huskies back here. Yeah, right? We talk the about the tough, the tough boy pants. Tough boy. We, we, we know we about, about the lead dungarees, bitch. <laughs> husky, husky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, like, damn. But like, I just like, what is textbook anymore? We'd be like, oh, this is like textbook blood pressure. This is textbook blood glue. Whatever it is, like, yeah. what is it anymore? Because it's always fucking changing. I know, but I feel like. But the thing is, with med, with like the medical industry in general, I feel like they get a lot of people come in who want to make money. That's really the root of the problem, I think, when it comes down to like why it's so shitty, why it doesn't work that well. Because it's always about, I guarantee you, there's going to be some type of patent like situation with this whole thing with Sudafed active ingredient not working. There's going to be some type of lawsuit about this. I just know there is. You know that people are talking about this, probably sue over this. I'm 100 percent sure. But like, it's just like. It's all about money. You look at like the whole opioid crisis was started because right. of the because of the medical profession. Yeah. Oh, totally. totally. It's just like it's all it's 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 all about a money grab, and it's just like and it's just really sad that a lot of the addictions in the country or in the world in general are due to doctors over prescribing. Yeah. Yeah. And making it way too easy to get right. addicted to stuff. Oh, totally. And I think 100%. that's like you know, and that's why like when you go like. The, like a hospital visit at the stay overnight or after surgery, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, like you should go on was like Tylenol, codeine, or Percocet. I fucking hate Percocets. I don't know about you, Percocets fuck me. I've never up. had a Percocet, so I don't know. Please don't. I mean, most people have bad reactions to Percocets. I mean, it's not. Great. You probably shouldn't. I mean, I mean, it actually made me yeah. like Percocet made me more sick after I had surgery. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's common. Most people don't. Most people have bad reactions to Percocets. So then I switched to Tylenol codeine, which was totally fine. Totally that was like yeah, much better. But yeah, I will. I will say I, this is one of those episodes where I would love to have an actual doctor here, and not just like and I know, you and I bullshitting. I, I mean, I'm just going based. We're going on personal experience, based based off of as off of somebody who's gone to a doctor. And had bad experiences. Yeah, I would love to. You know, it would have been fun to have a doctor just to be like, kind of point counterpoint us. Because I mean, I think we certainly have our own perspectives, but yeah. a doctor could certainly be like, well, here's another way to look at it. Because I always want different perspectives. Like, I would like I'm to have to a fucking find us a guest on this motherfucking podcast because nobody wants to come talk to motherfucking us. <laughs> because we, they're scared of us, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they're scared to come on this show because they're afraid of what the fuck we're going to say, especially out of my fucking, uh, fucking mouth. So, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, I would just want, I just feel like, I don't, it's really hard to find a good doctor as it is. And I feel like when you find a good one, you got to hold on to them because it's just like if you, because it's just like there's too many of them out there that are just so quick. Well, especially since like now that so many like doctor's visits and like the attachment to getting solid medications and yeah. dog and diagnoses and prognoses, right, is like now to like membership services. I mean, we talked about this very early on in the podcast. When yeah. The early days when we were newbies. Uh, <laughs> when we were the wee, the wee babies. Wee babies. The wee babies. The wee wains. The wee wains. <laughs> the wee fags, the wee... <laughs> but like that, like but the membership service, like that, like Amazon basically bought out one medical, right? And I, right, and you, I and use, you one use one medical, and I love them. My doctor, this is by far one of the best PCPs I've ever had. Yeah, like love my doctor, love the efficiency of like getting an appointment virtual, talking yeah. to anybody to get like a, you know, I think I was able to like, the, like figure out not really what was wrong with me this week, but like the expediency of it all, right? Like there's yeah. so many benefits to it too. Like in a way like, but again, you have to pay a membership for a service. Fortunately, my employer pays for, for it. Yeah. For the memberships. I really don't right. have to worry about it. Exactly. Not other, not everybody else has that luxury, but it's like 149 a year, I think for this, yeah. but you still have to pay co-pays. You still have like the insurance, do you just have your access to like, you can go to a doctor and like not have an issue or like right. do the virtual visits and whatever. Mm. So I think there's like definitely pros and cons to that, right? We, and all this discussion to pros and cons, Right? I will say a pro of Western medicine, as we've seen recently in the pandemic, is like the fact that we could so quickly come up with a vaccine for COVID. I mean, like that was under, even though Trump 
was a he, part of his it. administration fumbled the ball on that a hard. Lot. But uh, yeah. but I will say like the fact that we're able to produce a vaccine so, so quickly, quickly, right? Yeah. If people people start getting sick like December, January, then it really hit in like March, then lockdowns, all that stuff. So, yeah. By like December or November, the fact there that there was a vaccine a ready vaccine to go is like really impressive. That's, That's very impressive. impressive. Even if the rollout, we didn't love the rollout and the way that. And I know a lot of us as, as, as Americans, we wanted that vaccine quickly and we and it had to be rolled out in a certain way. I understand that. Right. And there were certain idiots who didn't want it and that just, and that's on them, whatever, you know, but it's just like, it was impressive. The technology is there to do it. And I don't want to be like when those like people who were just kind of like um, conspiracy theorists or whatever, but I think there might be a cure to, for cancer out there. And I feel like, I feel like it's out there and I feel like the fucking pharmaceutical companies are making so much money off of cancer drugs that it would not surprise me if like they're lobbying against an actual cure because then they can't make money. Right. And I'm just like, but then you have like, but it's something that will like help people live longer. But at the same time, it's like, do we want people to live longer because resources are already scarce as it is? Right. So it's just like, what do you do? Yeah. It's like, it's like a fine line between like, do you do it or do you don't? Yeah. You know, and it's I, just yeah, like, I agree. I, I just like, I think, Things like, or even like, I mean, again, or like, you know, again, we could talk about like in the community, in our community, having mm-hmm. like prep, right, as a way to help with yeah. HIV, AIDS, prevention, prevention, all this stuff, yeah. right? Is there potentially some sort of cure out there? I don't know, but I think like that's a great starting, like exactly. a starting step, whatever the fuck. Start, it it's is. a it's a good point to start with yeah. if you to have like the ability to have like a pill. Yeah. You can take daily. Or now the injection you could do. The, the was it once a month or something like that? Yeah, it's like something kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, all these things are out there to prevent you from getting HIV. A cure can't be that far behind if that's the right, case. If you're right. able to block it from infecting people, mm-hmm. then there's got to be a way. Just like you, played the, you ever played the board game Pandemic before? Yeah, oh, yes. This is the same way. So finally, you know? so like I played I played Pandemic. Like um, I was visiting with my sister. When I was still living in Jersey, my sister was in D.C. proper. Yeah. Like during New Year's. And like my cousins came up. We played Pandemic. And then like two months later, we had the Pandemic. And I was like, they're wild. <laughs> that was so funny. You played a lot of Pandemic like before the pandemic right. and then when the pandemic hit we're just like and I, I don't think we can actually play this right now it's a little bit too it's real. a little too real but also that i'm like yeah. I, I know how to solve this just like let's play we they maybe that's what everybody should have done like the un and like the government they should, should just play pandemic. everybody like, the pandemic board game okay, right, just, let's just let's like workshop this and figure out what's the best way to solve it but you know there's a and i know we're sideboarding a little bit here but there's a game called pandemic legacy as well where it's just like you play a you play a game of pandemic once a month and it's like for 12 months it's, it's like, like an actual it sounds like a D campaign it, it does it's very it sounds very much like it but you have like all these elements where like you you were like going and fighting off these infections oh my god constantly and it's just like and then like the next month you you, you know this city is has been lost because like you know because you know morbid it's it's very morbid i think we've got to like through june so far in it we started we started it like two years ago and we still haven't even got oh all 12 games but it's just like it gets more and more intense as you go. Oh it's God. like stressful as fuck. So, yeah, and we always put on the pandemic. We put on the, you remember that movie Contagion? Oh, yeah. We put on, like, the theme from Contagion on and, like, have it repeat. Oh, my it's God. Just, like, we That's it's intense. Like, so Y'all know like, how to play board games over here. We do, house. girl. Yeah. We do. We know how to play some board games. Oh, we yes. know. Because we need you to bring that fucking screen game. Oh, over I know. That possible. game sounds really stressful. Too. It is, Y'all, is, I bought, have you played it? No, not yet. I want to. I want to play it so bad. It seems like it's going to be stressful as fuck. I feel like we need to just plan a play date. We do. And it's also, it's it's close to spooky season. It is spooky season. Play date! Yes, we are down for it. Yes. But I just feel like, I just feel like, 
we've seen some very advanced technologies in medical in, in medicine but i feel like are the doctors getting worse at like what they do like i'm just really confused is like what's going on i feel like it's like i get more and more frustrated with doctors the more i deal with them yeah that's such a, that's such an interesting point i don't I don't know. I feel like we have a lot of new blood coming into the medical field, right? Every year we have different doctors coming in, going to yeah. schools. Um, but then you have a lot of doctors. I will say, I think probably like the shadiest of them all is potentially like plastic surgeons. <laughs> Unless it's like, I just feel like... Yeah, I... I like there's definitely benefits. To, like, okay, first of all, like you and I talk about getting plastic surgery all the time. Which, which mine is scheduled for yeah, November. Yeah, yours is scheduled. <laughs> I'm basically, I'm going to wait till after you go, because if you die on the table, I'm not going, so that's it. <laughs> well, mine's like a really minor procedure, though. It's not even like, look, yeah. The mi- most minor procedure, all I'm saying to girl is, yeah. I'm going to wait till I get the text, be like, I'm alive, and then be like, okay, cool, I'm going to schedule mine. But like, we talk about like, getting our tits done, I want to do my fat transfer, right? There's, I, 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 I like, don't get me wrong, I am all yeah. for plastic surgery, Yes. If it's for your own personal well-being yes. and, like, it's going to make you feel better. I, I'm all for it because certainly I have a lot of areas on plastic which I would love to do. Yeah. It's the people that, like, repeat fucking offenders that want size Z tits, basically. Oh, my God. <laughs> size Z. Uh, literally. <laughs> there was a bitch the other day on, like, my strange addiction or whatever that's addicted to plastic surgery. Her tits were literally, like, in, like a size... Uh, Matthew, I think you and I watch it. Matthew, our fact checker, is here. Matthew, was it... What size were those tits? A Z, a Z. They were they were fucking mad. I mean, the, then then the the kicker of it all was that one deflated, basically. Girl, one popped, <laughs> one popped, and then she basically was like, "I gotta go get it fixed," and she did. And only got bigger and got more sturdy. And saline. I'm assuming it was saline. I think it was, yeah, it was saline, but I mean, it, I mean that's still dangerous. You don't need to. That pops in your body. Anything that's like a foreign object, like releases something into so your body. My, my point being in this discussion of our tits getting done and yeah, my fat transfer to my ass because I'm fucking flat. Flat Stanley here, flat everybody. Stanley the third, honey. I would show y'all a picture on Instagram, but I will not fucking put you all through that because it's ridiculous. But basically, it's the doctors. And again, Western medicine, because we have all these techniques and tools and robotics, yeah. all stuff like that, who continue to allow these bitches to get Z sized tits. You should, there's got to be, there's got to be, oh, oh triple, triple Q. Q. Triple Q. Oh, wait, this is her? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was on the episode that we were watching the other night. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, these boobs are massive. That's too much. No kidding, and yet some doctors are like, "Cool, sure, let's go bigger." That's the thing. The thing is, they take advantage of they take people. advantage of people. That's the problem. It's just like these people are spending all this money, plastic surgeons, and they them to doing take it. advantage of people. They take, they take, and I feel like, yes, could I have probably worked a little harder on my chest to get rid of my man boobs? Yes. Okay, but you also but a lot of men have that that have gonochromastia. That is a known thing. That is not something. I'm not going to go. And, and get, get my, my nose done because I feel like my nose could be better. No, I'm not doing that. I want something that I cannot. I have no control. I, I've tried everything to get rid of these fucking size A's and I can't get rid of them. Okay, I've tried everything. It doesn't work. So therefore, I'm going to go and get this done, and it does, it'll never come back. Again. I'm very excited for you because I'm. I literally, if it goes well for you, I'm going to get some care credit. <laughs> Girl, I'm telling you, care. You need to. I mean, it depends. Like I found care credit is actually a very good thing because I felt like I feel it's just for medical purposes only because as we talked about 
fucking medicine, medicine is expensive. I put I, any prescription I buy, I put care credit because I'm like, just put it on there, pay it off, like no big deal. Yeah, I feel like it's just medical care is so fucking expensive. So we need to have. We're the land of credit. We're the world of credit. So like, you might as well finance your fucking health or finance your medical procedures because. It's expensive. And so, like, the thing is, if you decide to do it, if I survive, which, girl, I'm going to survive. I don't give a fuck what you say. Hey, hey, I will survive. I will survive. Call me Gloria Gaynor. I'm going to have some Gloria Gaynor. No titties. Gay, all right. I'm gay as, I'm gay as fuck, girl. Right. And it's just like, but they set the terms for those. Like, as far as, like, your, your provider sets the terms for how you use your credit. So they can give you two years same as cash, or they can give you like 12 months saving cash, whatever. Mm-hmm. They give you these options. They set the limits oh, it on that. Oh, pays my eyes. LASIK surgery. I did care credit. You did? Everything I ever did. Mm-hmm. See? See, stuff like that, you know, I feel like that could be used for, I know some of it's cosmetic, some of, some of it is like a legit medical, medical need because Think about the money you save by not actually going to get glasses and contests every fucking okay, year. Yes, true. Which I definitely saved me a lot of money, but I still end up having to get glasses this year anyway for my reading. Because <laughs> you old, bitch. That's old why. Bitch. That's the only reason why. You old. What I mean, and for somebody like me, like I should probably look into get LASIK one day because I went and got my eyes checked last month. My fucking eyeglasses prescription is negative oh, yeah, nine point two five. You're blind as fuck. Negative nine point two five. My contacts are negative eight point oh. Never remind me to never drive with you. <laughs> <laughs> if I want, if I want to end my life, I will. But I don't. Girl, know if I, I got my contacts and glasses on, I can see. Well, I can't. Yeah, I, I know you can't. Bitch, don't even try that. Don't even try that. You tried it. You tried it, Weeza. Don't try it. Don't try it. I won. Yes, I just feel like. The medical industry, I'm not talking about all of it. I'm just saying when it comes to Western medicine, I can see why people switch to Eastern medicine or like self-care and like healing from the inside out because I feel like it's a ruse. It's like such a scam. It's such a scam. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's like that. Before, so I feel like we can keep exhausting and sitting and bitching about Western we medicine. Yeah. All the pros, all the cons, all this. We're glad it's here. We're glad we have the We're glad we have it. it. We're glad that we're in a society that allows us to grow our medicine really quickly and get better but and feel good. But sometimes it's a process. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's sometimes I feel like it's like a fucking epic by Homer to try to figure out what the fuck's wrong with any of us. But we're yeah. we're alive and we're kicking and it's all that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I mean, I hate that you had to go and get like these fucking steroids that made you like jump off the walls. Like, oh, this fu- I'm I mean, telling you, like I <laughs> the steroid inhaler literally makes my heart race like crazy. Right. And it's like I need to drink some water. Like it's, I mean, and I'm being fine, but I'm like, are you still, still taking it? Or are you done? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to see if it's like, it does help a little bit. Like, yeah. especially because it's a rest, it's actually a rescue inhaler. So okay. it's like, if you have an asthma attack, it's like, oh, you have asthma. And I'm like, I've never had asthma before. Uh, yeah. But oh, that was, that is one disease I didn't hope to yeah. never have. That is, sounds so yeah. awful to have asthma. Oh, oh my know. God. But before Ugh. we wrap up, Matthew, do you have any medical things you want to bitch about? <laughs> he said no, everybody. He's, he's, he's very soft-spoken. He's very soft-spoken. He's very Our gentle. fact-checker. Very gentle. Very, gen- very gentle. Very gentle. Gentle. Gentle voice. Thank you, Matthew, for telling us. Thank you. You don't want to participate. Oh, the dental care? Oh, shit. We oh, should totally shit. do. We definitely have to do dental care one time because dental petty, is... Petty. Dentist. Dental. Dental work. Petty. petty I'm petty, so petty. fortunate for that I have, like, really good teeth. Oh, I can imagine. Also. I'm so fortunate for that. I have seen so many people who don't have that situation. And it's like... I mean, some people's teeth are so fucked up. I mean, I, teeth right. are a big thing for me. If, a, I, if yeah. I, like, I need to have good teeth. My teeth are great, I think. I think minor degree, too. Honestly, minor too. Yeah. Especially when I'm, like, looking at people. Yeah. I need to see good teeth. I can't, like, holy shit. 
Holy I hate to be that person. Holy I hate to be that person. Me too. But this is like when I look at somebody and they got a fucked up mouth, it's just like. I'm like, oh my god! It's just like it bothers it's just, me. Or the people that like just let their teeth like rot in their mouth and are totally okay with it. I struggle. I struggle. I, I struggle so much. I, I just can't. And I, I remember like freaking out when I was a kid. My grandfather had false teeth. I freak oh, out. Oh my god! Yeah, my grandfather had like. Oh my god! Full on dentures. Full dentures. He still has full dentures, and it would freak me out. Just like. Something about, like, fake teeth is just, like, it freaks me out. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I know that some people like to get those, like, those people who like to get those gummers, those, those gummy hit, those, 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 those gummy. The veneers. The veneers. That's what I mean. Blowjobs people don't have any teeth. Oh, yeah. All the people that, yeah. There's, there, y'all, okay. <laughs> this is a whole other discussion. These are the people out there that, like, get blowjobs or get blowjobs with people who don't have teeth because they like the gumminess of it, which is also just so weird. It's disturbing. Just imagine, like, you know when, like, babies and you, like, start start feeling their teeth a oh. little bit? That's basically what it is for some people with blowjobs. <laughs> that is just weird. All, all I can think of when I think about that is awful. that episode of Ren and Stimpy where, like, where they, where they took Ren to the dentist and, like, he had, like... Yes, yes. I totally remember that episode. That it was traumatic. Traumatic. It was that, trauma- that was traumatized me. Look what you started, Matthew, with your fucking dental care bullshit. But I'm gonna go talk about veneers. Veneer, and there was an article. Oh, my recently. favorite, my favorite, the people on tell the toddlers and tarot get flippers. Oh my god, <laughs> flippers! You have like twelve year olds with like the most perfect white teeth because they're fucking flippers. It's insane. Them teeth are way too fucking big for Matthew, their face. We got so many ideas out of this episode. Pennies of dental care. Pennies of toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> Why have we not done that one yet? That's what we haven't done yet. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, there was an article recently. Gummy blowjobs. Gummy blowjobs. <laughs> about gummy blowjobs. No, it was about how, like, people... They said that celebrities are all, all have the same smile now, but they've all got fucking veneers. Yeah, oh, totally. They all have the same... It is unnerving. It's yeah. like, why does everybody have the same smile? That is so weird. It's, it's so true. Weird. It is. It's so true. I'm like, I'm so glad Beyonce has not got veneers. Uh, well, I'm so yeah, glad she doesn't. She, she's not. <laughs> she's, she's not. Nice teeth. She's, she's got, got really nice teeth. teeth. Yeah. I wonder if Jay-Z has nice teeth. Uh, I don't know. I think he does, does actually. Uh, rarely. But I think he, I think he does have nice teeth. Yeah, I can see it's the people you know who just smile with their lips. You know they probably. Oh girl, it's my teeth. And we talked about this. We, this is just an assumption, y'all. I'm not saying that if you're a person that just smiles, or you could just be a bear. Fine, or you could just be a bear because bears don't smile. But as you know, you've been scruffing enough to know. That is your pastime, you know. When they're not smiling, like, are your teeth fucked up, or you just don't like to smile? Yeah, we're this. We're never. We're not sure. We're not sure. It disturbs me, but yes. But basically, pettiness of on a. Scale. scale of one to ten. One the pettiness. I, I had to give that bitch a ten. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry because I think it's your first ten. I think it is one of my first ten. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a ten because I've just had so many like negative experiences with fucking Western medicine. I just like I just I, I have to give it a ten. I'm gonna go for a six. I think there's so many there's so many good things that kind of outweigh yeah. the bullshit, but the bullshit still exists. Now, so if my boob job goes bad, then it'll knock it down to like a five. Uh, no, if it goes bad. If your boob job goes bad, you have to make it more petty, right? You made no Oh, sense that's there. true. Oh my god, girl. You need to go to bed. I, shut up. I don't I, I took a nap. To I to took sleep. a nap today. You need to go to sleep. Whatever. All right, before we wrap up, here is our I'm going to so we'll make sure I'm going to send you the picture of my blown up face. So yes, I need to that has to be posted, girl. When you post it on um, later this week. Yes. So this week 
Ta- text, petty text. <laughs> Let's see. I actually just had it up. I feel like I I said a lot the last couple of weeks. So I, I feel like you probably got a lot of material to work with. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, it's a really short one. Okay. Oh, God. This is from Wednesday morning. Miss Stefan texted me and said, Ugh, I was feeling so much better, and then this morning my chest felt like it was filled with elephant cum. And I said, yep, I stayed home again today. I'm working, but it's taking a while to run out my system. Sorry you're feeling worse. Hope you'll be okay for the concert tomorrow. And you go, I don't think I'm going to do the concert. I get overheated just walking to the bus. I guess that well, uh, elephant cum was really just like in your chest. It was. It was sticky. It was sticky. It was sticky. It was sticky. And it was bad. It was uh, bad. I mean, the only thing I could think of is like elephant jizz. That's going to be the heaviest jizz in the world. Oh, why are you even saying that? Either, either that or the blue whale. One of those two has had the biggest jizz in the world I mean the viscosity is really it's very viscous it's very viscous I'm just waiting for somebody to have a blue well come like serum to put on your face oh well I use snail serum on my face did you ever did you ever watch that show Nip Tuck no, that's that not FX. I've heard, I definitely yeah. know what it is. But so, I never watched it. One of the products they were talking because they're plastic surgeons and they're they're making these like face products. Yeah. And one of them like had cum in it and like semen and basically like that helped rejuvenate the skin. So I wonder if that's why there's a lot of bukkake in the gay community because people are just like, oh, if that's, that's the, the case, case then give me some facial so I have a better well, girl. I mean. But look at some of the ones that go to these bukkakes. It's not doing nothing on their face because they look like they are older than me. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's falsity. It ain't true. It ain't true, honey, because we know. We only speak the truth on this podcast. I only speak the truth. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't know. What a way to end a podcast talking about bukkake. Bukkake and whale sperm. And elephant cum. I'm telling you. That was, getting the text message on a Wednesday morning was truly the highlight of the week. Well, I'm just so out of it. I was just like, I'm sorry, you're sick. <laughs> I did like, not even like, respond to me in a proper way. I was basically, I was like, I'm sorry, you're not feeling well. Don't go to the concert tomorrow. And you're like, girl, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, I had to miss the two Lily concert and like, everybody was fucking there. I'm mad. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to find patient zero for this bullshit. When I don't want to yank their fucking throats. Yes. Yank it. Yes. Well, Ending on a very high note. note. Positive note. Positive note. We love y'all. Love y'all. We're glad to be back. We're happy to be back. We're going to go back next week for sure this time. For sure. We'll be back next week. And as the weather cools, we will see what our topics will be. (laughs) And we'll see you all next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye, baby. Bye.